0: Hello Four Sober Chicks podcast listeners. This is Lisa and I'm joined by Dana, Heather and Meredith. We gather here from around the world to discuss all things related to alcohol addiction, sobriety and the various paths to recovery. We get real about the highs, the lows and the amazing reality of living a sober life. This podcast is a creative collaboration by women, for women and for anyone who supports women. Hi, for Sober Chicks podcast listeners. Thanks so much for joining okay. today. Um, as always, we are joined by Heather and Meredith and Dana, and I'm Lisa. Um, today, we've got kind of a really exciting topic. Um, all of them are exciting in our world, uh, but we're going to talk about a day in the life kind of. Um, some of us are probably going to touch on times where we were specific times we we're really happy we were sober, um, but then just in general, some massive life moments where we were really, really grateful for our sobriety. So, um, yeah, I'm gonna. I'm just going to start by handing it over to uh, Heather, and we can we can begin just sharing our stories about how grateful we are to be sober. Heather, I think you're, oh, there you are. Yeah,
1: Perfect. sorry, I have a puppy, so I'm trying <laughs> to, I might have to discipline in a minute, but um, yeah, I've, I, I've had a situation that has been taking place in my immediate family for the last six months plus, plus. Um, and um, one of the things that Kind of, I don't want to identify the person, but we'll just say in the immediate family, um, I have a family member that's really struggling with mental health. And um, in previous time when I was in active use, you know, I kind of took all the oxygen in the room. And so no other family member could really like have needs or anything like that because in general, I think they were just overshadowed by what I was, what I, was doing not doing couldn't handle could handle like it was always, you know, related to what I, to me, you know, centered around me. So, um, I'm really grateful that this time that I was able to be present and supportive and help this family member through something that has been really, really, really difficult. And as well as like being sober myself, that I could handle it, that I had the tools because I think nothing challenges sobriety more than than like having someone you really love struggle or seeing pain in someone you really love. Like, I don't wanna deal with emotions. I wanna just numb that. And so like seeing someone that I love dearly, who's my heart struggle is, is the hardest thing for me. Um, and not being able to fix it and not being able to know what's going to happen next. Like it, that taps into all of it, I'm not in control. I can't change things. I have to just deal with it and like be in the moment and I need to be present while I'm doing that. And that is like all the things I'm not good at, <laughs> you know, that I have really learned how to and really needed to learn how to master in sobriety. And so um, and the other big, really big piece of this is that this individual asked for help um, I think because our family is one of which that it's okay to be not okay. It's okay to ask for help. It's okay to need help. Um, and, you know, I, I'm not going to take all the credit for that, but I know that that's the, 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 the climate in our family, um, that that's okay. And so this family member was able to ask for help, which I think is really um. For me, a huge credit of what sobriety could bring to the family. You know, I like to beat myself with the the stick of guilt and shame. You know, for not being there or being the, the the family member that I wanted to be. But in reality, what did happen was that I mo- I modeled what it was like to ask for help and what it was like to to get help, and that it's not. Shameful and that it it works, right? And you don't have to suffer in silence. Um, and so that's a huge credit, I think, to my sobriety. So um, yeah, so I, on both sides of it, um, and you know we're we're getting through it, but like, to have a place that I can find my center to have the tools that I can have to like start my day fresh and really focus on what I do have control over. Um, The idea that this is temporary and that we will get through this and that, um, you know, this feelings won't kill me. Um, And I can only make it worse by drinking. You know, these are like kinds of those things that I, I take with me um in dealing with this and and i've had to deal with you know death of a really dear friend over the years and moving and challenges like that and kind of um all the struggles that go along with it but this recent one has really kind of um been one of the hardest things i've ever been through and i um you know i just gotta get up every day i and the biggest thing i can only do what i can for 24 hours that's it you know and then after that um I don't know. I don't know what happens after that. You just, the next 24 hours, right? So that's kind of what it's, it's looked like in my, my life and and in challenging times.
0: Yeah, for sure. Being able to have control when things around you are a little chaotic, it's empowering knowing that, you know, I'm putting my best foot forward. I'm doing what I can right now. Um, I can imagine that would be really, really challenging, but I can see how you're grateful for sobriety in that moment, for sure. Absolutely. And to
2: piggyback off that, um,
0: knowing that
2: for me, my anxiety and my depression
1: mm-hmm.
2: had both. Um, it was not, I'm not going to say it wasn't purely 100% driven by alcohol, but that played a
0: huge
2: part in my anxiety for the future. Yeah. Whereas now I'm much more calm and it's the, in a week, I'm not even going to think that this is a big deal. Like you yeah. definitely start to narrow in on what is important, yeah. how to deal with really tough circumstances sometimes, whether it's business, personal, whatever the case may be. But you have such more of a level head that you don't have these extreme bouts of anxiety and these really deep lows to where you're you're sitting right here. And you're able like for me, I'm like my outlook on life in general is so much better now than it was drinking, because when I would drink, it would magnify those tenfold to where I would literally feel the weight of the world crushing in on me. I didn't know how I was going to get out of it. And all of that, like in that moment that that's happening, you think that's normal Mm -hmm. or now I'm not realizing how much alcohol did that until I haven't had it in my system. And I'm experiencing those same circumstances. And I'm like, wow, I'm reacting totally different to these. My anxiety is gone. Um, my depression, I had to get put on meds for that. I have been off of them for a few years, but I'm able to deal with all those things so much better. And with such more of a level head, um, Mm -hmm. that your outlook on things is just way more positive as a whole.
0: Yeah, absolutely. When it comes to anxiety, I was seeing a therapist for years for anxiety. And then I pulled back on that to work with a recovery coach to deal with my drinking. And then all of a sudden, not all of a sudden, but after doing all that work, the anxiety that I'd been working years to try and manage with a therapist, um, like slowly started to actually melt away after a few months in, I yep. was like, Oh, <laughs> that was the answer to it all along.
2: Uh, I'll jump in.
0: Um, yeah. Yep. so, uh...
2: I, I'm a big person about, I love serendipitous moments where I'm like, ah, that was a sign or that was a little wink from God that I'm on the right track and you know, Mm -hmm. the whole nine. So, um, just shy of a year of my sobriety date is when my mom died. So my mom's passing away date and my sobriety date are no joke, four days apart. So that whole week is a very up and down, um, moment, but if I would have been drinking at the peak of my drinking, when my mom died, um, I don't even know if I'd be here if I'm completely honest with you, um, in the physical sense, in the mental sense, in the, like anything, Mm -hmm. Um, I do genuinely think that would have catapulted me off an edge for sure, because you're numbing your mind so much. You don't know your only solution to your issues is drinking more. Mm -hmm. And, you know, for me to be able, that was the first time that I was like, these are not so close in date by chance. Mm -hmm. Like there is a very big reason why i have to celebrate my sobriety and then my mom's death within days of each other um but if i would have not had that under my belt i i honestly i can't even think about where uh where i could have where i could have um been i'll be completely honest um so for me i tell myself all the time like Being sober and choosing to be sober and choosing recovery is one of the most badass but hardest things that you will ever do. And so for me, when I come, even with death, even even with just horrible circumstances, I know just because I am sober that I can do really hard things and life situations is part of that. And so I do think my underlying belief of me being a strong, confident woman is the fact that I am sober and I know how hard that was and continues to be. And I still choose the hard. Um, And that has made me way more um, apt to just be able to take life head on for what it is, good and bad. Um, And 2020 is a prime example you know, when COVID hit, that was one of the first times where I was like, thank God I am sober because this would have been a recipe for disaster. Um, So I can, I can off the top of my head, those two circumstances where I was just insanely grateful um, to be sober.
0: And Yuri on the COVID thing, that, that was the, turning point for me, you know, where I began the first couple weeks of COVID just going, woohoo. Okay, great. I'm stuck inside. I might as well do this. We've talked about this before on the podcast. That's Um, what I did too, Lisa. Yeah. (laughs) It's all license. (laughs) Yeah, license. Exactly. It was like everyone's stuck. So might as well. But um, again, same with me. Very grateful that I made the switch before. Yeah. Beforehand.
1: Yeah, I can relate to you with the serendipity of timing, like, Mm -hmm. there's only, I think, about 20 some days between my sobriety start and my mom's death. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously, also many, many years in between, but the same kind of time in that that thing. But for me, the biggest serendipity between the two is my mom left this planet when she was 42. And I got out of treatment. And turned 42 so like it, it it was such an equal comparison for me to be like okay like I'm changing a full this moment. yeah full circle I'm changing this I am she wasn't able to get help that she needed I'm getting the help and I'm gonna live the the rest of my life sober um God willing you know that she wasn't able to so yeah it's it's and it's ingrained right you know it's like wow what a
2: yeah. Well, and what a lot of people, you hear the term breaking the cycle, you yeah. know, in that 20 days and in my week, you and I have officially broken that cycle in our gene- in our genealogy,
1: yeah.
2: you know, for addicts to hopefully not continue. Um, and that's, that's huge, that's
1: beyond huge. Yeah, and I get to live the rest of my life that my mom didn't get, yeah. you know, that she didn't have that yeah. opportunity
3: um uh, somebody stealing a book.
0: <laughs> Dana, how about you? What uh what comes to mind when you yeah. are-
3: um I'm just glad I'm sober at this point. Um yeah. it's been a rough few months for me. Um it's the it May 31st is the end of our qu- fourth quarter and and the end of our fiscal year at work. Um and this is the first year I'm a senior manager. Um, And so I'm essentially working three jobs, three full-time jobs because I hired somebody to take my, my role, but she's too new for her to be thrown into the fire of the things that I used to do. So I've, I've had to do all that. I've had to do the senior manager position. And then my manager went out on 10 weeks of paternity leave. Oh boy! So it's, It's been a struggle. Um, I'm finding the best in it. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm doing my best to learn, but I'm also noticing that there are some old habits that are coming back. Um, you know, quick to get angry, losing, you know, as we call it here, losing our shit. (laughs) Um, and it's been brutal It, it, you know, it's been 15 hour days. Um, and there have been times where I've, you know, just wanted to pick up but I knew I couldn't and I knew as bad as I think I've been handling this I've been handling it so much better sober because Mm -hmm. if alcohol was involved and I had the foggy brain I I don't I don't know where I would be I I would be driving off a cliff somewhere because it, it it has been so bad um even Friday night, I was on the phone until 7.30 at night on a Friday night. And my husband's like, who are you yelling at? And I'm like, I wasn't yelling. And he's like, okay. (laughs) And I'm like, oh crap, was I yelling? So now I'm like apologizing to everybody this morning. (laughs) So, you know, being sober um, through all of this um, has probably saved my life. It has saved my job. Um, and it has saved a lot more, um, along those lines. Um, so it's, it's been, um, important to stay sober too, you know, and to show not only myself, but my family and my friends Mm. that I can continue to make that choice to stay sober and be smart about it. And in the long run, I know that I'm getting through this better. Like I can look back on the last couple of weeks and say, you know what, I've learned this. This was a challenge, but I've learned that. And, you know, all of these things that I've learned and, and I have grown, you know, professionally, um, throughout all of this stuff, but, um, yeah, like it's, it it was difficult. It still is. We still have a few more weeks to get through here, um, that are going to, to not be easy, but, um, know with that sobriety behind me i know that i can do it a little bit easier um so that's that's my everyday. every day on a normal basis um it's really it's 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 a joy it's easy you know and i'm i'm thankful for that um because i've gotten past that point of really wanting it and even what was it saturday Saturday night. We had my husband and I, we went out for a ride. I have a convertible and we went out. It was a beautiful day. We went for about an hour drive. We came back. Um, and I opened up a Heineken 0.0, you know, and, and I I'm getting through like a half a can. I don't even want it anymore. Mm -hmm. So I I think it's just that thought that's ingrained in your head of you want it, you want it, but you really don't, (laughs) you know, um, so it, I'm thankful for that too. I'm thankful that I don't even enjoy the alcohol-free stuff at this point. Mocktails are a different story because you can have fun with like lemonade and some stuff, but, um, the beer just isn't calling to me anymore. Thank God. So, um, that's Oh, and the- Dana,
2: look at, look at how you've excelled in work without alcohol. Yeah. I mean, you probably would not have, yes, the three jobs, but who (laughs) knows you, you would not be where you are today in your corporate career
3: Mm -hmm. with
2: the amount of alcohol that you were drinking.
3: No, Mm -hmm. no. And, you know, reclaim your moxie wouldn't exist. I have that whole thing, Mm -hmm. you know, my weekly session there where, you know, I have in my Slack channel, I'm, I'm closing in on 200 people on that. And, wow. you know, just to make that difference at here at, at a huge corporation is incredible for me. That's amazing. So, yeah.
0: Oh, that's incredible. That's so amazing. It's so true. The amount of things that we can get done, you know, I look back on the last two years, you know, and I think of the way my life would have been if I was still drinking. I'd be stuck in the same spiral of just doing the same thing on the hamster wheel every single day, not living my life, not making changes to move forward or making more of an impact. You know, so much has changed in the last two years. So that's really inspiring, Dana. Oh my gosh, for sure. Um, yeah, for, for me, it's um, the last... Uh, year especially I've gone through a big family transition and um so grateful for sobriety in that because it's created it was a massive shift and um but it gave me confidence around my decision because I knew I was making it with a clear head and um I think about, you know, Meredith, you, you know, you mentioned if you were still drinking throughout that shift, that, that major challenge in your life, um, the death of your mother, I, I think of the same thing during this transition in my life. If I was still drinking, then I'd have a massive problem on my hands, a massive problem, because I would be drinking to numb all those feelings for sure, and it would have spiraled me into something extremely deep and harder to get out of. Um, So, so grateful that I was sober throughout that time. And again, it just allowed me to be confident in my decision and know that I was doing the best thing for me, best thing for my family, um, allowed me to be there for others, my children, especially. Um, I wasn't exhausted. I wasn't tired. I wasn't spending time having to manage me. You know, and and Heather, you mentioned that you can be there now for your family member. And, and so much of our time was eaten up managing ourselves, you know, managing how we were going to get through the day-to-day physically, mentally. Um, I'm amazed at how much more time. I, it's not more time. It's more mental energy I have to give to others, um, time that I spent on myself, like just even if it was just thinking about alcohol, the amount of time I spent thinking about when am I going to get my next drink, where, when am I going to go to the liquor store, how am I going to hide this, you know, like all that stuff—it just none—it's all gone now. And and I'm—I realize I have all that room now to um, spend on others, and I'm a lot more present with my kids. I pick up on things I don't know if I picked up on before. Um, I'm sort of a lot more in tune with them, so. Um, I'm really grateful that I was sober throughout that massive transition in my life. So, so, so grateful. And just one little fun thing. I went to um, a 30-year high school reunion last weekend. And those can be, you know, they can be quite an event. You know, people think they're back in high school and they act like they're back in high school and they party like they're back in high school. And they certainly did. And it was really, really interesting just being there and seeing things from a different perspective and seeing, um, watching all the craziness go on around me and just sort of taking a nice big deep breath going, I'm really happy I am where I am. Um, I was having some amazing conversations with people that I hadn't talked to uh, in years and we really connected. And I could honestly say the next morning when I woke up and felt absolutely amazing, I had connected with the people I knew I wanted to connect with. And it just felt so, so, so good. Um
3: and the one and picture I, yeah. that you posted, Lisa, <laughs> you could see it. You could see oh. the connection, you could see the joy, you could see, oh. you know, the just that your presence there. Yeah. You weren't you could just it, it surrounded you in that picture. <laughs>
0: Thank you. I I felt it. I felt it. We were all cheersing. You said cheers. And I was like, "Yay! I got my water. It was sparkling (laughs) water. I was like, I'm having the greatest time. I think I probably had more fun there than maybe some people (laughs) sober. It was, it was really a great time. So, not just grateful for those little moments, the events and things like that, that you're so happy to be present for, but just these massive life moments that we've all touched on, being present and having the tools to deal with major stuff, right, Um, and having control, I think, One common thing that we've all touched on here today is that we felt more in control, regardless of what life has thrown at us. Um, Sort of calmness amidst drama in our lives, we felt a lot more in control, um, and that the anxiety didn't take over. You know, and we're able to just put our nose down and get the work done that needed to be done, and be there for others. Process it
1: properly. I think is big.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I used to like think about how am I going to manage my life without alcohol? Like, how am I going to get through the day? How, this is impossible. I can't think these are the things that I would tell myself. Little did I know that alcohol, the double life, all of that stuff was making it that much harder. And when I removed right. that, you know, yes, being sober, especially early sobriety is a lot of work. You have to learn how to live completely different. I had to learn how to le- live a completely different life. But once I managed that and got that kind of down, um, life is so much less complicated, you know, that there's yes. just so much less drama and anxiety and pain and all of that on a day-to-day that I'm creating, right? Mm-hmm. So that was the you biggest lie to myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can live it, not just try to survive it.
0: Right. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I remember when I was getting curious for stages, right, about living this lifestyle. Um, one of my big things was I want to feel empowered. I want to step into something even better. I don't want to um feel even more bogged down. I don't want to feel like this is going to manage me for the rest of my life. I want to leave this behind so that I can actually move forward and continue with my not continue, but thrive in my life. Um, yeah. I was not going to live a life where I felt deprived, and I'm not living a life where I feel deprived at I, all. I, it's: and
2: Although that's what drinking alcohol makes you think, right? Is that yeah. you would be depriving yourself. Right. Of- awesomeness
0: and
3: that's yeah. just yeah yeah all talking <laughs> and I look at the four of us and and what we've accomplished being sober being yeah. in recovery and it's amazing right and and you know I know that Lisa and I are are newer to our sobriety and our recovery than than uh you Meredith and Heather but it, it's you know I think what we've all accomplished and and the impact we have all made um has been incredible, you know, and, and it, it, to be able to offer space and, and, um, our knowledge for other people, you know, that just would never have happened either.
2: And I do feel like more times than not people who have a very rough addiction and choose Mm -hmm. sobriety and recovery, it's the exact same for them. Yep. the amount of things that they've accomplished and they start succeeding and they start doing really well at work and their relationships go through the roof. Like there's yeah. only good things that come with being sober. The cap or the flip side of that is it's hard work. Yeah. You know, I don't, we've always said this. We don't want to paint the picture that choosing sobriety was just a flip of a switch and we were happy mm-hmm. the next day. Right. Like you have to choose to do it every day. But when you do that, I think that opens the door for a multitude of blessings to come and magnify
3: your life. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know, when you, when you think about your sobriety and you think about your recovery and that's where you want to be, go all in, Mm. go all in, do 200%, not just a hundred percent, go all in. And it like, Meredith just said, I mean, it just, the doors open up, your heart opens up, your mind opens up, everything opens up, and it's, it's an incredible experience, and it's hard, it's hard work, it's not easy, um, you know, but it's so worth it, it's, it's so worth it. worth it, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, absolutely, I mean, look yeah. at what we're doing here, it's pretty yeah. cool, with, with the yeah. four of us literally met, because we were deciding to make a career out of of you know, working in with women and with em- with anybody with individuals in recovery, and this yeah. is what does come from that. So it's awesome. Yep,
3: yeah, for sure.
0: Thanks so much, ladies. Um, thank you I've always. I hope everyone tunes into our next episode. And thank you all so much for joining today. Thanks. Bye, ladies. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us today. We appreciate you and wish you the best on your sober adventures. For more information and details on upcoming episodes, check us out on YouTube or Instagram at 4soberchicks. That's number four, Sober Chicks. We welcome your feedback and look forward to being with you on the next episode.